Welcome to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. I'm Stephen Rothberg, the founder of College Recruiter Job Search Site. At College Recruiter, we believe that every student and recent grad deserves a great career. And I'm Peter Zolman, founding principal of the AIM Group, the leading global business intelligence service for marketplaces and classified advertising companies. We consult with recruitment marketplaces companies and publish AIM Group recruitment intelligence and a free weekly digest. We also host the annual Global RecBuzz Conference. This is the podcast for you to learn more about how to create, manage, and work with general, niche, and aggregator job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Today's guest is Andrew Stetsensko, the Chief Relocation Officer for Relocate Me. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hi, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it is a pleasure, and I, I so appreciate you joining us today on, on what is definitely going to be um, a really important episode. Um, so in a, before we get into why it's so important, um, take a minute or two and, and tell the listeners a little bit about, about your background. Who's Andrew? Yeah, well, uh, sure, Stephen. Uh, I'm the founder of Relocate.me. Uh, this is the uh, tech job board for uh, IT professionals around the world who are willing to relocate. And actually, my background, I'm also an engineer, more like a civil engineer, but I started my career as a tester. And then probably around 12 years ago, I switched completely to recruitment. My understanding is that Relocate Me is about a 100,000 user strong niche job board for tech roles with relocation. Before the war, what percentage of those about were Ukrainians looking to relocate versus residents of other countries? And how has that changed? Uh, thanks, Peter, for your question. Uh, actually, uh, among these 100,000 users, and right now probably even more, uh, we have over 120 nationalities around the world. So it's, it's really diverse in terms of uh, geography of our users. And uh, I can't say that the, the audience of Ukrainian uh, users uh, have significantly changed in any other direction or either increase or decrease. Uh, since the war started uh, almost a year ago. Uh, and based on the data that we have, probably Ukraine was country number eight or nine uh, from the top 10 countries that we have uh, users from. Interesting. So, um, Andrew, is the revenue model for Relocate Me typical for a job board, uh, meaning that employers pay to advertise their job openings, search the CV um, or resume database? Does it work like that? Yeah, absolutely. We are uh, completely driven, uh, the revenue is completely driven by the employers who are placing their uh, job ads, uh, the website and all the content, all the services are completely free uh, for the job seekers. And actually right now we're planning also to pilot with a few uh, job seeker boot camps uh, for our candidates. They are also will be free, but the goal is just to uh, support job seekers from around the world with the better preparation for their job hunt. Hmm. So, so like uh, they'll go through a boot camp, get a certification, and then that'll help you better place them or, or for them to be of better interest to the employers? Kind of. Uh, it will be the, the more specialized groups of some technologies like Java cohort or uh, DevOps cohort, etc. So then in, in having this uh, specialization for the group of, of, of users, it will be gathered to also pre-select the, the employers for them as well as 
support them with uh, making their resumes, uh, pathing the interviews, uh, matching the, the cultural differences if you apply overseas. So all this stuff together. Uh, obviously, this is a very difficult time for Ukraine. Uh, Russia first invaded Ukraine about nine years ago in 2014 when it captured and later annexed Crimea and some of the territory in the eastern provinces. A year ago, Russia again invaded, and this time it's uh, trying to take the whole country or destroy whatever is there. Um, how has that impacted Relocate Me and the work you're personally doing on a daily basis? Yeah, thanks for the question, Peter. Uh, actually, yeah, when when the we call it like the the, the big war uh, started, like in uh, on the twenty fourth of February two thousand twenty two, it was a great chaotic uh, inside uh, our team because actually no one uh, didn't know what will happen next. So definitely, like probably the first week, uh, all of our Ukrainian team members were completely shocked and unprepared. But later on, actually. Yeah, we uh, managed to, to arrange the, the workplaces for uh, all of our employees. Uh, safety first questions were kind of uh, really important at uh, that time. And based on, on my experience, uh, I started heavily involved in, in the volunteering probably since the first days of the war. So uh, during the day, I was mostly volunteering, but still I have some nighttime where I, I spend more for, for work and business related uh, topics. And yeah, let's let's talk if we can about that volunteering. Um, you and I really connected a um, little over, a little less than a year ago, last spring, um, and we worked together. I think it took a few weeks to kind of figure things out, but um, right. to worked with GoFundMe, we had to figure out what the rules were. Um, everything was very fluid; it was changing all the time with what countries GoFundMe would work with, what they wouldn't, what they would allow uh, fundraisers for, what they wouldn't. Um, I think you had another GoFundMe with a, a friend or something in, in, if I remember correctly, in, uh, in the Netherlands. Um, but we wanted to create, and we were able to, a GoFundMe that would make it safe and easy for those who wanted to um, donate to support your humanitarian efforts. And, and by the way, for the listeners who, who want to participate in that, um, if they go to www2, the number two, the, the number two, uh, www.collegerecruiter.com slash Ukraine, um, that's the GoFundMe that we're referencing. Um, but once we got that set up last spring, it, over the next couple of months, um, over the couple of months, it you then were able to use the funds from that and other sources um, to purchase humanitarian supplies. Um, maybe you can tell the listeners about the, the foundation you created, the, the, the funds that come from GoFundMe, the kinds of humanitarian supplies um, that you've been buying. Like, how does that all work? Like, where do you get them from and who do you get them to? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, first of all, uh, I'm incredibly grateful to everyone who has contributed to our uh, Stevens uh, uh, GoFundMe page, and uh, all your uh, donations and your kind of generosities is going towards a really a very uh, worthwhile cause, I would say. And uh, the idea of of uh, the the uh, getting the donations started also with my uh, LinkedIn uh, posts, and actually. LinkedIn was and still is my, my main tool for fundraising. 
and uh, it started just with the text uh, message where I, I, I shared with my audience there that, yeah, it seems like uh, I want to start uh, volunteering and start to collect the funds to, to support Ukrainian citizens. And I received so many uh, positive feedback and uh, suggestions how to get started. And I guess the ball started to roll since the time. So actually, I just spread uh, uh, the word about uh, my intentions first. Uh, on LinkedIn, and then I got, as I said, like uh, tons of feedback uh, and uh, helpful advices, and then the thing started. Actually, in terms of uh, the the nations, where they're going um, at the beginning of the war, uh, there were a huge lack of almost everything. It started even from from the diapers, especially on the eastern part of of Europe, where the uh, supply was uh, and logistic was completely broken. Uh, medicine. Uh, Etc. Like some uh, even some some stuff for the hospitals. So at the beginning of the war, it was really reactive to find the the, the hospitals or the the kindle shelters or anything uh, what we can find, and then to deliver uh, help either uh, physically. So we had a booth that we go to, towards them, or just if it's on the uh, far distances, we just use the, the postal services uh, that send it. Uh, and probably after summer, I, I clearly realized that uh, the focus should be for the, the winter uh, and warm clothing, especially for the, the thermal clothing, especially for the sleeping bags, uh, for the sleeping mats, uh, all the equipment that could uh, heat you, the uh, warmers for your uh, toes, for your fingers, the, the hats, buffs, etc., uh, because also there were a lot of concerns about the, the problems with the heating system, with the electricity during the, the winter time. And actually, yeah, since the, the, the winter started, this was some, some uh, problems with the electricity, with the heating. So I guess that was the really good, uh, good cause and actually a matter of time to, to focus on the warm closing. That's currently our focus for this month. And uh, for the next months, we'll see. Usually I just, you know, speak to uh, a lot of other volunteers and to other people to get the real demand. And the demand is changing like almost every month. So I don't even know what could be uh, in in March or April. We'll see, but I'll definitely will keep our GoFundMe page updated uh, with the new request and what we are currently working on. Yeah, and, and Andrew's been great. Um, you know, periodically he'll send me you know, three, four, five photographs of, you know, himself, the supplies, uh, his overloaded minivan uh, <laughs> that his family probably <laughs> is usually in. Um, but uh, it, it gives people um, outside of Ukraine a little bit of a, a peek into the, the work that you're doing. We'll be back right after this break. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so. Welcome back to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. You know, from from a practical standpoint, I remember very early on, and this is probably 
June or so of last year. What you what you were doing, if I remember correctly, is is driving to a border crossing, and then you would pick up because because men of basically fighting age, right? Like 18 to 55 or something are not allowed to leave Ukraine. Um, So you could go to a border crossing, pick up supplies, and then drive them to, you know, Kiev or or wherever it was that that you were going. Is that is that still the um, what the process? Uh, no, actually, but you're absolutely right. At the beginning of the war, uh, a lot of foreigners were afraid, you know, to, to go uh, inside the Ukraine uh, because of the uncert- uncertainty. Then the, the only way was uh, to come uh, to the border on the Ukrainian side, then to wait uh, for our partners and our uh, NGO friends that will bring, so they literally cross the Romanian border, then they stop on the Ukrainian border, we'll just uh, unload uh, the donation from their bus bring to other to our bus, and then uh, we go to the places where we can deliver. Or as I said, like because the, the Ukraine is is a pretty big country, we also use the the post services quite intensively to to send it to really far uh, locations. It could be like even a thousand uh, kilometers uh, from from us. Uh, and right now, actually, yeah, the situation with the logistics are much much better, as well as uh, there is still more. Uh, safer and predictable situation uh, in Ukraine. So more uh, foreign NGOs and volunteers could easily come right now, especially to the Western part. So that's not the case anymore to coming to the border. But it was uh, extremely true when when probably in the first three or four months. Okay, yeah. And and just referencing something you said a little bit earlier too, that you don't know what's going to be happening, you know, what supplies, et cetera, will be happening in the next month or so. Uh, month, two months, three months. Um, I've done some volunteering work um, with you know humanitarian responses, and, and what you're saying is is so true. For those who haven't been involved in it, you the needs change dramatically day to day. You know, if there's a hurricane, chainsaws are what you need the first week, and the second week you need cleaning supplies, and the third week you need beds you know or 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 whatever and and i'm sure it's it's very similar on on your end from um medical supplies like tourniquets which literally are life-saving devices and cost almost nothing um you know compared to what they can do bottled water i'm guessing is probably not a big deal anymore um but in the first days of the war literally probably saved thousands of lives just being able to have access to clean drinking water when um, when people were being evacuated. So um, the um, again the go the GoFundMe for those um, who like to donate. What happens is you um, you can go to GoFundMe. The funds get transferred to me um, because I'm in the U.S. and so GoFundMe is is willing to work with me. Um, thank you, folks at GoFundMe. Um, but that's at www.collegerecruiter.com slash Ukraine. Um, those funds tend to hit my account in two to three business days. And then usually the same day or the next day, um, I then send them to Andrew via PayPal because our friends at PayPal are willing to, to, to work with, uh, with, with Andrew and others in, in Ukraine and some other countries. So it's a, it takes an extra step and takes an extra two days or so. But if you donate on Monday, 
then he's able to use those funds by the end of the week um, to to buy humanitarian supplies and then and then be delivering them. Which a- Andrew, at some point, you're going to have to like sit down, take a breath, and 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 realize that you personally have saved. It's got to be hundreds, maybe thousands of lives, and and that's just it's just remarkable. Um, so, um, Peter, as as we're leaving off, I, I just wanted to point out that you have raised more than thirty thousand dollars through the Gun GoFundMe, which now has a thirty-five thousand uh, dollar goal. I hope that by the end of this podcast or within a day afterwards, we'll exceed the thirty. You because it's not me. We we have done. We've made some contributions, but oh. It's your work, and more importantly, Andrew's. Uh, I hope by the end of the next day or two, we will uh, see you exceed that $35,000 goal, and then you'll have to raise the goal to (laughs) $50,000. Because if if you reach a goal like that, the only thing to do is to raise the goal. And we hope eventually that, the humanitarian aid goes not towards immediate needs of day-to-day, but toward rebuilding and uh, resuming normal life in an era of peace and stability uh, whenever that comes uh, sooner rather than later, ideally. So, uh, Andrew, for listeners who want to get in touch with you personally and directly, how can they do that? And then we'll give the URL for the fundraiser one more time. And uh, it's really remarkable what you're able to do. And we heard from Jubal about how they're they're keeping their business going. Now we've heard how you're keeping going. Um, It's not an easy time to keep anything going, uh, but good for you. And we hope the funds that Stephen is raising will help um, you even more. So how do they get in touch with you? Then we'll give the URL one more time and we'll wrap up. Yeah, thank you so much, Peter, for the warm words. Uh, Definitely, I'm uh, very active on LinkedIn. Probably this is the number one place where you can find me. Just type uh, Andrew uh, Stetsenko, S-T-E-T-S-E-N-K-O. And then you can definitely, I'll pop up somewhere or my content or my page uh, and uh, happy to connect, happy to discuss uh, any uh, mutual opportunities, partnerships. So definitely feel free to to message me and uh, I'm quite active and reply probably within uh, 24 hours to to every single request. So for those who want to reach uh, Andrew, uh, again on LinkedIn, uh, Andrew Stetsensko uh, of Relocate Me. If you're uh, an employer and you're looking for some of the world's best tech talent, um, that is definitely the guy that you're going to want to reach out to. Whether they're uh, whether it's tech talent in Ukraine, whether they're in the UK, France, Australia, really anywhere in the world, um, he is helping those people connect with some of the world's greatest employers. Um, the URL for the GoFundMe, www.collegerecruiter.com slash Ukraine. And um, for the listeners, thank you very much. Andrew, Peter, it has been a pleasure. Thank you, guys. And best wishes to you in Ukraine. Likewise. Thank you so much, Stephen, Peter. And yeah, hope everything uh, will end very, very soon. 
Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces is a co-production of Evergreen Podcasts, College Recruiter, and The AIM Group. Please subscribe for free on your favorite app. Review it. Five stars are always nice. And recommend it to a couple of people you know who want to learn more about job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Special thanks to our producer and engineer, Ian Douglas. I'm your host, Peter Zolman of The AIM Group, the leading global consultancy in the field of marketplaces and classified advertising. Find out more about our reports on recruitment marketplaces, job boards, and classifieds, including our new recruitment marketplaces annual at aimgroup.com reports. I'm your host, Stephen Rothberg of job search site College Recruiter. Each year, we help more than 12 million candidates find great new jobs. Our customers are primarily Fortune 1000 companies, government agencies, and other employers who hire at scale and advertise their jobs with us. You can reach me at stephen at collegerecruiter.com. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary, yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you, and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.